Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a Social Media Examiner production. I'm Eric Fisher, and my co-host is Kim Reynolds. This is the show for marketers looking to stay on the leading edge of social media. We bring you expert opinions about the relevant social media news and how it impacts you, the marketer. On today's show, we're going to discuss Facebook rolling out Watch Party to all pages and profiles, and Instagram purging fake followers, likes, and comments. Our guests are including, our special guests include, I should say, Luria Petrucci and Tyler J. McCall. If you are watching this live, please share it and let people know about it. If you're listening to this after the fact, also share it. Do us that favor. Before we get into our segments, I want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Social Media Marketing World 2019, the 7,000 fellow marketer large. That is not the right way to say that, but I'm saying it anyway. Mega conference. It's that large. It rolls that large. It's Join 7,000 fellow marketers at the mega conference designed to inspire you, empower you, make you a better marketer, social media marketer. It's Social Media Marketing World 2019. Find out more and head over to smmw19.com. There is a sale ending today, so just want to make sure you know about that as well. It's also, join us for sale. it is a big sale. So you, normally we don't say anything about a sale. We're saying it today. Uh, also, join our social media examiner team every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific for our tweet chat. It's hashtag SME chat, where we have insightful conversations about the recent social media news. So before we get into our other before we get into our two segments, uh, real quick, we've got two short blurbs for the news uh, to cover about LinkedIn, and then we're going to have some fun talking with our friends. Well, LinkedIn has confirmed that it's building a stories feature, shock, for its platform, and it's starting a new product called Student Voices. So this new stories feature is just for students at this point, and it appears at the top of the LinkedIn home screen and allows college students to pull post short videos to a playlist dedicated to their campus. So it's all video, no photos allowed, and they disappear from the playlist after a week while staying permanently visible on the user's own profile in the recent activity section. So um, when users post to student stories, they'll have their university's logo overlaid as a sticker they can move around. And the whole point of this, LinkedIn says, is to give users a chance to showcase things that they've done in college for recruiters. So this is kind of like building up their um, professional experience for potential employers and just to become a little bit more real to recruiters. It's interesting. And uh, I have to make this comment as somebody who did social media at a university, I want to know how 
much say the university themselves has in what those students are going to be posting, not not in what they're posting, but that they get to curate, yes, this one goes in, or no, this one does not, etc. Because though LinkedIn is the profo- professional social network, students may not be necessarily at the maturity level to mm. not pull pranks on it. And I've seen this type of stuff happen. So anyway, <laughs> just want to yeah. say that. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. It so, could get kind of interesting. Yeah. So, but then in other LinkedIn news, LinkedIn is debuting a new look for their share box. And uh, what this is, is that they are in the process of rolling out a revamped share box that has uh, some, some different uh, pieces to it. So uh, it makes it easier for you basically to select the audience for each of your posts. You can do public, you can do connections only, or you can even do to say specific groups. So I won't go too much further into that because we've got a really big show and I want to get to everybody, but I just wanted to make mention of that. Those two uh, pieces real quick. Let's bring in our first guest and we're going to talk about Facebook watch, Facebook watch party. I should say Facebook watch is a whole other thing. So yeah, I think that uh, the, the LinkedIn thing is going to be interesting. So there she is. Hi. Hello. I love that shirt. Thank you. Oh, that's super cute. <laughs> I like to have fun. You know, it's it's Abby the Chihuahua. If, if people yeah. don't know, it's our dog with with David's white glasses. That's <laughs> nice. yeah. That is interesting. That's almost like it's an anthropomorphized. You know, yes. Anyways, whatever. That's a big word. So <laughs> big word. <alert. laughs> big word. Yes. Sorry, I'll 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 dumb it down. But uh, <laughs> thank you. For me, please. I mean, yes, gosh, yes. I can't handle it. <laughs> uh, I, see, I was about to say, well, this is what the word means, and I should stop. So, Luria, thanks for being here. I want to tell everybody you're one of the hosts of Live Streaming Pros. You have helped tons of brands and influencers get their live studios set up. You're a speaker at the upcoming uh, Social Media Marketing World 2019, and you've been there. There's a sale going on right now. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for mentioning that. I I hope people know that (laughs) this is happening. Uh, But you've been there the last two years, and and actually, I got to meet the dog uh, last year. That was very cool. She was very nice. And so, but thanks for being here, and I, I couldn't think of anybody else to talk about with this better than you, uh, not even for the fact that, say, you already have talked about it on your own channel, uh, which we will link up to so that people can jump in and find out more about that from what you guys are doing over there. But Facebook rolls watch party to all pages and profiles. Now, this is a somewhat big deal, but I don't think everybody understands even what a watch party is. So can we think, let's fill them in on that first. Yeah. Definitely. Let's back it up here for a second. Um, explain what Anthem or Pork the Pork It is. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> no. Well, Facebook wow. Watch Parties <laughs> is um, a basically it's an online version of inviting a whole bunch of friends or customers over to your house to watch a movie. Right. And that's basically, if you think about yeah. it like that, then you understand what it is online. You, you set aside a playlist or create a playlist of videos that are on Facebook to watch with your 
community, right? And so while this might not sound exactly like something that a marketer or a business owner or a brand should be doing, it's actually exactly what we all need to be doing and thinking about going forward, especially since Facebook is so set on engagement. If you're going to grow on Facebook, you've got to get engagement and you've got to focus on community rather than just views. And uh, this is a perfect way to connect on a deeper level with your audience and get a community together. And they're showing off some of the exciting pieces that come into play with a watch party. Yeah. So um, basically what you're seeing there and uh, is, is a bunch of people connected, right? A bunch of people in the same setting watching the same video and they're chatting. So you, you have a conversation around the video that is playing. And, um, you know, David actually uses this on his Geeks Life channel. Uh, every Saturday, they do a watch party and they play videos and they, they connect with each other. And so he sits there and he, he plays or he comments with his community about the videos that they're all watching together. Does that make sense? So yes. it's um, it's a great, that's what you're seeing there is people actually, um, you know, just commenting and chatting about that video that everybody is watching. And we can give some examples when you're ready of like what you would use this for. Yeah. Well, and there's the other piece that we're seeing here, which is this red box with a little uh, avatar in it. But it, in fact, it's a video box, right? Yeah. So that's coming up. So this is, I am so excited about this particular one that's it's not out yet, but for everybody, but it will come down the pipeline soon. It is the ability to actually have the host do live commentary. This is massive. So this integrates live video with the watch party and it basically imagine if you're playing a video that you created that your audience is now watching you pause the video because then it pauses for everybody and you say oh my gosh you know what happened when i was shooting this a dog ran out in front of the street and blah 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 you tell a story right like who, who i don't know you know it depends on what's going on sure. right but so like you tell a story about the behind the scenes aspect of how it came to be or what it means to you or a, a customer success story, you know, like just provide extra commentary, just like a director's commentary. And it can be an incredibly powerful way to add more value and also just connect again on a deeper level with your community. So that feature, I cannot freak away <laughs> until that comes out. Now, if I'm Correct. I think that you can have it be more than one person, right? You could have co-hosts. In other words, you could banter. I'm I'm a little confused on that. I'm not sure that that's 100% sure. But if they if, if we can, that that would be amazing. Okay. Cool. I feel like, like I saw that somewhere. Of, don't you feel like there you'd run out of real estate on mobile trying to do that? Watch that. <laughs> or, I mean, with co-hosts. Well, yeah. If there was a co-host. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You you wouldn't want to like go too far with it, but having one co-host, you could possibly, you know, have some yeah. fun with that. I could, see, I could see, I mean, from mobile, I could see two people being there side by yeah. side and having that work and desktop. It and would what definitely about work. bringing, 
and not just a co-host like in your brand, but like me bringing David on would make sense, of course. But what about like Instagram? You can bring people on. They can just request to join live. Why don't you bring your customers, your viewers, your your community in with you? And that's that's huge. That yeah, that's, that would be very cool. So uh, Karen has a question. So does it have to be videos that are on Facebook? Yes, it has to be in the Facebook uh, ecosystem. So when you go in and the video that you guys are going to link to of when we gave this demo, um, you actually you can do any video in the ecosystem, but I, I showed you the process of like adding videos um, in that video. And then, so you can have a direct link to a video that is either um, unlisted, like not published yet in your page, um, or you can do um, any video in the Facebook ecosystem. It'll give you suggested views. Your audience can actually, who's watching the watch party, can actually suggest videos to go into the playlist as well. And you can manage on the fly the playlist. So if somebody suggests something and you're like, oh, I got to play that next, you can just play that next. Or you can rearrange the playlist. You can add things while you're, while the playlist or while the watch party is going. So lots of possibilities there. So the benefit from a marketing standpoint or the benefit for marketers, let's just say that way, uh, is that ultimately as a page, although this is also rolling out to profiles, but as a page and and it's already been around for groups for a while. Yes. And it's continuing to roll out there, but it's, it's the idea that that as a personal brand or as a brand or whatever you want to call it as a marketer we are facilitating that community all interacting with each other and with us at the same time and that's kind of what we're trying to do here it's a party literally it's a party yes Yes. (laughs) and and this strengthens your community in such a way that they become more loyal that they connect with other members of your community. And that's a really, really important piece that people forget about building a community is that you want people to connect with each other outside of you. And that's hard. That's hard for some people to take. But (laughs) when that happens, that's when you know that you've got really great loyalty and people who are connecting with each other. Hang on just a second. David, since he does this on a on a weekly basis. I was just going to say you can have a co-host, but all they do is that videos. They can't go on the screen. Oh, okay. He said the the co-host feature that you were talking about um, is not um, adding the co-host to the video like portion. It's actually just um, they can manage the playlist for you. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that, and that's equally helpful. So that's great. Thank you, David. <laughs> he says, thank you. <laughs> thank you for co-hosting this episode of the show. <laughs> he should have been here. <laughs> um, there was something else I was going to say. Something. Lo- oh, uh, what you were saying about uh, community interacting with each other then and meeting because of you facilitating that meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, again, brings to mind all the different conferences I've been to and even the people that go to social media marketing world where they constantly say to us, like they're, they're friends outside of us now. 
they don't yes. need us to maintain their friendship, but we were a catalyst for them. And that always brings a fond memory or a fond, mm-hmm. you know, the, the warm fuzzies yeah. about our brand, in other words. Yeah, uh, they never again. forget the, yes. the elbow that connected them, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. So, and another, just as some other, you know, options or ideas, like you can play a playlist of your own videos, like I was kind of describing, but you can also play a playlist of your community's videos, right? So, like in my student group for live streaming pros, one of the ways that I will use this is um, as we're going through training programs together, um, it's a private group, right? And so they're all going through the same training. So as we do that, I can play a playlist of their videos and say, hey, this was really well done. Great job. Uh, maybe you want to, you know, and do little maybe critiques as well, right? Like maybe you want to try this and get better results, right? Like you yeah. can play the, the community's playlists and strengthen community that way as well. You could also just provide extra value in providing videos that are relevant to your brand's value. But like, hey, this other video that Social Media Examiner put out, it's really good. You guys need to hear this, right? So like just providing extra value, curating content. There are so many different ways you can use this. Yeah, uh, Valentine Vesa uh, over on Facebook says that this is a great tool to do feedback for A-B testing, like playing an advertising video, and then the author can comment or ask questions. So that's really cool. I didn't even think about that. So another great use there. So uh, I I really am kind of excited for this tool. Uh, They're also rolling it out. for something called Watch Together in Messenger, I do want to make mention real quick that, again, the, 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 the walkthrough, the tutorial, the behind-the-scenes video that you guys did about this, we will link up to uh, in the okay. show notes as well as on the, the posts and in Crowdcast and everything. So, um, But let's talk about this Watch Together for Messenger because how different – like what, let's compare and contrast. Is this, is this the exact same thing? It's just private or – what? No, it looks to it, it seems to me like what they're doing, and there's not really a ton of information yet about it, but in Messenger you can have a party <laughs> <laughs> through the Messenger platform as opposed to on your page or in the group. Um gotcha. it's not gonna play out exactly the same way, it doesn't seem like, but through Messenger where people are already chatting, I think they're just kind of playing with this idea. Do people want to hang out and continue that chat in a bigger way? through Messenger where they're already playing and having fun. So if we were to think of this as a a scale thing, pages is like full on public and open to everybody. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a block party. Um, A group would be the backyard where it's a, it's a private group, but it's a large group. And then messenger would be the private party that's inside the house or something, you know, it's invite only. Something along those lines is what I'm kind of toying with. But anyways. Yeah, I I like to use like, oh, sorry, Kim, were you going to say something? Well, I was going to say, when you were talking about um, your group and how you you could have their videos up and give feedback, you could do that one-on-one, I imagine, through Messenger. So you could basically yeah. be one-on-one with one of your students and say, hey, let's go over your stuff privately. And, I can, and you can walk, talk through it while they're right there with you without other people needing to hear. Yeah, as long as it plays out like we think it will, um, that would yeah. be a great use. And and since you can take payments through Messenger, maybe you oh, tie it all go. together. <laughs> there you go. That's true. Nice. That's true. Yeah. It's it's a really powerful system, especially with like live video, right? Like if you're doing 
live video um, on your page, then you can say, guys, um, let's let's take this a, a converse, this conversation deeper and do a Q and A in the group, and then you know the messenger group. It, it just goes deeper and deeper and deeper. And so, if you start thinking about that process, you can find a whole lot of ways to use it. But I think the key here is it's interactive. It's not just broadcast. It's it's community driven. It's it's really interactive. It's interactive with the community as well as you from the page interacting. Uh, mm-hmm. I, of course, I'm thinking about the other thing too because this the watch thing is uh, we're kind yeah. of blending it all together because <laughs> why not? Um, <laughs> why not? It's going to get blended at some point anyway. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, uh, the point. Ah, oh, crap! I was trying to make a point. What was it? Shoot. Uh, that, that ultimately it, it has to do with community interaction. Um, oh, I know what it was. It, it has to do with this, this idea that video, like what we're doing right now can be so personal that mm-hmm. you can see, we can see each other's faces. Um, we can hear each other. There's the audio, there's the visual cues, there's body language, there's all that stuff. And though I know for the live audience here, they can see that too. And we can't see them. It's still one of the few, uh, you know, best foot forward ways to interact with a community. This, this is all the stuff that you guys talk about all the time. So I'm, I'm not saying anything new, but it's just another not, tool to point out. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's another tool in that tool case um, along those lines that can really connect a brand and a marketer or marketing with your audience. And for that, yeah. I think that's a really cool tool. So. Exactly. And if you haven't figured it out yet, you do have to take a different approach to audience growth these days, especially on Facebook. And engagement is key. You can't get engagement, true, really great engagement without that focus on community. So these are tools that Facebook are providing saying, this is how we want you to connect with your community. The more tools you use of that they're giving you, and the more you take that correct approach to engagement and community building, the better results that you're going to get with even trickle down the line to your Facebook ads, right? And so like all of it will wind up playing off of each other and connecting with each other. So yeah. I'd highly suggest you actually take that switch and start, start taking some time to just purely connect with your audience. Very cool. Uh, I think that's all we've got to cover this time, but I'd love to ask if there's anything that you would like to share. I know you've got something really cool you're working on right now. Uh, Yeah, so uh, we are actually just uh, announced our live video blueprint, which is our 2019 training uh, for live video. It's the complete system that takes you from start from zero to pro in 60 days. It's an eight week program kicks off January one, but it's on pre order right now for a $300 discount. um, But that price goes up today. So (laughs) live video blueprint.com is where you can find that if you're interested. Awesome. We'll link up to that here in the sidebar so everybody can see it and Luria great to see you again uh, you too back soon <laughs> we'll talk Good to you with the tech issues yes <laughs> <laughs> bye Luria awesome Always good to see Luria again. She was a speaker at Social Media Marketing World 2017, 2018, and will be there for Social Media Marketing World 2019. And if you hadn't heard us say it yet, we'll say it again. And even if you did, because I know you did, uh, there is a sale 
ending today. We won't get into semantics, but you've got to go over to smmw19.com, which is where you'll find out more. You'll be able to find out all about the conference, check out what's going on, see the speaker list, etc. Again, which Luria is one of them. And with that, uh, you'll be able to check out everything. So it's going to be great. And again, make sure you check out her stuff that she was talking about. And uh, so, yeah, let's jump into our next segment, though, because our next guest is here. Tyler, welcome back to the show. Great to see you. Hey, thanks for having me. So I will do a quick intro for Tyler. He's an Instagram marketing strategist, and he's the founder of Follower to Fan Society, a multiple six-figure membership community he teaches marketing strategies to. And he also is a speaker coming up at Social Media Marketing World 2019. So you get to meet him as well. Looking forward to it, man. Yeah, me too. It'll be my first time. Yeah. So, well, you're in for a treat then. So... So we've got uh, kind of a almost shock and grab you kind of headline here. Instagram purges, fake followers, likes and comments. Uh, What is your take on this? What exactly is the news here? And should we be worried or is this a good thing? I think it's it's really great news, especially for those of us who, which I imagine most of the people in this room who are listening right now are, are, trying to use Instagram in a more intentional way to build the right kind of following. And we're not necessarily here to like get a bunch of people who don't really care about our businesses or brands. So I think it's really great news. I mean, I think the biggest takeaway is that Instagram and, you know, as an extension of Facebook, they're just getting smarter and smarter and their uh, machine learning is kind of reaching a a pace of development and uh, uh, knowledge that, I don't know. It's like making me a little bit scary for the robots. The robots taking over eventually, but um, <laughs> they, think that, like, they can start to identify these patterns and really create a more uh, genuine and honest experience for users. I think it's. I think it's a big plus for those of us on the platform. Okay, so then, so let's let's talk specifics here because some people are just like, okay, I mean, I guess it's good, but like, why is it good? And so, what specifically is Instagram doing here to purge these? you know, these fake followers. And again, then because of the fake followers, their likes and comments will also uh, disappear. Yeah. So I think it's interesting, you know, for a long time, they've been able to identify fake followers and they've always been really quick to remove those followers from the platform. Typically. Um, I think the difference now is that they're, they are now capable of identifying fake likes and fake comments. And then they're able to remove those. And I think what a lot of folks are going to start seeing on their Instagram account, especially if you've been on Instagram for a longer period of time, you've probably accumulated some fake followers and you're probably getting some fake likes and comments. So I think this will, will folks may start seeing a decrease in their number of followers. And that typically happens. You know, anytime Instagram announces this change, people see they may lose a hundred, they may lose a thousand followers overnight. But that's really good news because Instagram is cleaning up your following. Um, yeah. And then I th- also think you may see a little bit of a decrease in engagement. But typically what I'm seeing, what my students are seeing as well, is that spammy engagement comes from spammy hashtags. So using spammy hashtag, hashtags leads to spammy likes and spammy comments. So if you're already using long tail hashtags, if you're being really specific about the tags that you're using so they're more niche and more specific for your audience, then you're probably not getting too many spammy likes and comments. But honestly, if you're using hashtag entrepreneur on your post, you're going to get a lot of spam. And I'm excited about Instagram coming in and 
cutting out a bunch of the accounts that are using those tactics to really grow tech Instagram. So listen, I think for normal brands and businesses, folks like you and I, this is not a big deal because we're already, we're already focused on the real intentional use of the platform. For growth hackers who have been trying to really hack Instagram to get incredible accelerated growth and have been using things like Telegram groups or automation or tools to get automated likes and comments, this is going to hurt you and your ability to do that on the platform. But that's good news for the rest of us because a lot of us want real genuine engagement. We don't care about getting a bunch of likes and follows from random robots. Okay, so it's good news for the true marketers out there that aren't scamming the system and, you know, trying to, you know, hack their growth and just do it yeah. natural and do it organically, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and I think so then what you were saying is, is that we will probably see a drop in our follower account because if suddenly mm-hmm. all those fake people are gone, which is a good thing, uh, the number yeah. will go down and the the way that we can feel good about that number being lower is to know that it's now real people? Yeah, I think so. And, you know, I think we're already seeing this happen. I know for myself um, for and for a lot of our students, um, Instagram, as a lot of us have been getting that notification to change our password to secure our account or saying your account's been accessed from another location. I actually just had a student this morning share that with us in our student community. I know that happened to me last week. So I think that's already happening to a lot of us. Um, especially if you have a larger following or like I said, you've been on the platform for longer and Instagram's just saying, okay, as a heads up, you have some spammy followers and spammy likes, you know, change your login information to make sure your account is protected. Um, just general notice, like we all need to be using two factor authentication at this point, um, to protect your account and then move forward from there. And you'll see that decrease, but know that you're making space for more of those right kind of followers. Do you think that once they remove these fake followers and the al- the algorithm on Instagram doesn't isn't um, isn't struggling to let me rephrase if then Instagram isn't trying isn't also showing our content to those people who are mm-hmm. then not necessarily going to engage with it some of our real followers might start to see our stuff more again yeah I think that could potentially happen I think that that could be a help especially for folks like I said who, um, you know, here's the thing. I think a lot of folks mean really well when they're trying to do the Instagram growth, but I know a lot of students come to us and they're like, well, I signed up for the service that said they would get me X number of followers a month, or Uh. I signed up for this tool that said that it would get me this many likes. And at the end of the day, those things are just using automation and bots to get you those followers and those likes. So if you've ever done anything like that, I think you're going to see a huge change in your account. And this is really good news for you. You know, there's kind of been this, this thought for a long time on Instagram. It's never been proven, but that the more spammy followers and engagement you have, and maybe Instagram's grouping you in as a spammy wow. account and it's hurting your reach. You know, that's been a rumor that's been around for a long time on the platform. I think it's social media in general, folks may think that. So that could be something people consider as well. Um, yeah, and I think there's definitely a chance that it could it could just mean that getting more of that real engagement from the people that matter is going to not necessarily impact engagement, but impact the overall experience for your follower. Because now, when they like your stuff, then they're, you're going to show up in their stories and you're going to have more presence for them on the platform, which could mean better results for your business or your brand. Yeah. All of that sounds like great news. So I guess the scary uh, headline isn't so scary. In fact, it really should just be scary for the the spammers and the scammers out there and the marketers yeah. should be happy 
Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, and, and I think for a lot of folks, like if you've been, I mean, I know a lot of people, myself and most of our students, like this is how we've been using Instagram forever. You know, it's just yes. like focused on real relationships with real people. So we're like, okay, cool. Well, this doesn't really affect us. But I know a lot of folks are scared what it's going to mean for you. But I think it's just a wake up call for how you need to be using the platform thoughtfully. Well, and, and, and one other thing is you were just saying that came to mind that even if you made bad choices in your Instagram past in terms of how you were doing marketing and you uh, did do some of those things that they're going to be that, that would have brought fake followers and engagement and things. Don't worry about it. Just start fre- use this as a starting fresh point, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. Uh, so then they've also come out with Instagram has been talking about uh, some profile changes. These are pretty interesting. Uh, let's talk about what they are and what do you think of them? Yeah, I'm actually really excited about this. So um, the interesting thing about this change is that they're not making a change kind of across the board that affects everyone. They're like split testing all these different options in real time on different people. You know, Instagram, like most social platforms, you know, they'll roll out a feature in like a certain country you know and kind of test it there for a while i know the uh the name tag feature that we now have worldwide was rolled out in australia for like i think eight or 12 weeks before we got it here in the states so typically they do that but this is an instance of them just kind of throwing out all these options to different different profiles and just seeing what people are responding the best to so the thing you'll notice on all of them which i actually love is that instagram is deprioritizing the follow count so they've moved that down on the profile and made it smaller than it is now. Right now, the number of followers and the number of people who are following have high priority on the profile. But now it's been moved down and the font size has been decreased. I think that's just another indication of Instagram is not here for folks who are trying to gain the system and get tens of thousands of followers who are unengaged. Just like Lurio was saying, it's all about the community and the connection you have with your, your community on the platform. And I think Instagram is just saying that is... They're saying, hey, this is something we believe too. So we're deprioritizing follower account. And they've added that mutual feature for the followers as well. So you can get a better understanding of how you're connected to people. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and really just driving action from the, pro- the profile with those different calls to action and allowing you to add multiple calls to action to the profile as well, which is really great news for businesses and brands on this today. Yeah, I really like that. I love. I, I hadn't even noticed that that uh, follower account was uh, deprioritized. De- and now that I'm looking at it here in the screenshot we're sharing in the live show, uh, I got to say, I like the way that this, uh, not even from the de-emphasizing uh, standpoint that it's smaller and it's out of the way. I just like the aesthetics of it. It looks cleaner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks really great. So I'm really excited about that and just uh, how they continue to optimize the bio. You know, I think the bio is, one of the most important parts of Instagram, it's one of the most often overlooked for a lot of folks on the platform. But you know, that bio is how people are making those decisions about whether or not to follow you. So that's where, you know, you only have a few seconds with, with your bio and then the top maybe six posts in your feed for people to decide whether or not to follow you. So just continuing to think about the bio. I love that they're adding calls to action for businesses and brands. I think that's really valuable um, because you know, Instagram isn't really a traffic driving platform. People don't leave the platform that much. So giving folks other ways to connect with you through those, uh, those different calls to action is really important. Yeah. Let's actually, let's, uh, let's hone in on some of these. So, so that instead of just having a follow button, you've got like, for example, a message button, Mm -hmm. a call button, an email button, directions and start order. Now, obviously it's directions and start order are ones that, 
makes sense because we're looking at uh, a flower shop, mm-hmm. but um, for a personal brand, like if it was it was a person or or a business, I guess still email, call, and message make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I I would love to see. I think we'll see more of this. You know, they've started allowing integrations with like third party scheduling tools and things like that. Just like you can do on a Facebook page, now you can do that through Instagram bios, which is really cool. I would love to see the option to add like a learn more or join my community or sign up link that you could add as a button to the profile. I think that would be really beneficial because right now there's very few places you can send traffic out of Instagram. I mean, you can use the link in your bio. You can do a swipe up on Insta stories if you have 10,000 followers, or you can do a, a link in a DM or through IGTV description. So there's not a lot of ways to drive traffic. So I think, you know, I mean, here's the thing. They don't want to send people away from Instagram because they don't make money off of you once you leave. But if they could give us some more options, I think that would be really helpful for folks. Well, again, I think it was last weekend with Black Friday. I yet again bought something off of Instagram and... So it works on me. <laughs> it totally does. Yeah, I bought. Yeah, I was buying stuff all week. Cyber Monday deals from Instagram Story ads. Yeah, so it works. Yeah, yeah. It's so it so it does, and and it really doesn't make it feel like you're leaving Instagram. It pops, does pop ups, and you know, in yeah. app, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I'm losing the technical term. You probably know it, but uh, yeah. So here's another piece of news: Instagram rolling out alternative text description. This is. This is actually really cool for a lot of people. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really glad they're doing this. And I think this has been long overdue. Um, you know, one of the things that I do on Instagram that a lot of my students, a lot of other folks have started doing now that we've talked about this is adding captions to all my Instagram stories just to make our content more accessible. I think a lot of times as marketers, it's very easy for us to forget about the accessibility of our content, especially in an age where we're really focused on the visuals in the video. So ensuring our content is accessible to more people, just make sure that our business and brand can have you know greater exposure and a bigger presence online. So I'm really excited about this, being able to add alternative text to photos or videos in the Instagram feed. I think that's really important. Um, I'm also interested in how Instagram will use this to improve their machine learning as well, you know, Same because here. they have that 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 uh, system where it can tell what is going on in a photo. So I think part of it is they want to make it more accessible. Part of it is they want to give more information to their system so they can better understand imagery. But I'm really excited about this update. So, so that term, um, uh, alternative text or alter- alternative text description, uh, a lot of people may not know what exactly that means. Could you explain that to me as if like, say I'm my mom and don't know anything? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Just like how I explain Instagram to my mom. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you, you do the same thing when you're building out a website, right? And you're adding imagery to a website. Um, so pretty much all it means is that you're describing what is happening in the photo in text so that people who may be using a screen reader to uh, consume content who may be blind or visually impaired can actually consume the content uh, by having the description of the photo read to them. So I just think it's great news for making our content more accessible. And um, I think some, you know, I have some friends who are really, uh, who really care about that topic as they're creating their content. And they've actually been doing this manually in the caption themselves, like adding alternative text and doing an oh, image description cool. for their posts. So the ability to build this down into the app is really great. 
Yeah. So, so for example, uh, someone like my brother who he can be 10 feet away from me and he can know who I am, even if I'm not talking, uh, he is legally blind. So when he's going through stuff though, he'd be like, well, now that's a small picture. What's going on in that picture? And the alternative text will help him to know specifics like that. And this is great for people. We don't necessarily think of that are using Instagram and we should be aware of that fact as marketers. And I think it's really challenging the idea that Instagram is just a photo sharing platform, you know, and I've been, right. I've been saying forever that Instagram is not a photo sharing platform. It's a storytelling platform. And the real work of Instagram comes through the captions and now using stories and live and these different features. So I think it, again, is just challenging the idea that all you have to do to be successful on Instagram is post a pretty picture. You know, there's a lot more thought and attention that can go into it to improve your results on the platform. Great point. Uh, we've got one last news item here, but it's three different things. So Instagram's adding three new shopping features, as you we were talking about shopping earlier, uh, to make it even easier to buy products. So uh, what are these three new features? Yeah, so this is really exciting. I know, especially for folks who are doing a product-based business and makers and artists, folks like that. So uh, three new ways that people can now uh, shop or improve their shopping experience on Instagram. So the first is that you can now save items to a collection on Instagram that is all around uh, shoppable products on the platform. So this has been a feature that's been around for a while, the ability to save posts to collections. Well, initially you could just save posts, then you could start saving posts to collections. And this is kind of Instagram's way of competing a little bit with Pinterest, I think, and saying that people want to have a way to kind of capture the content they're, they're they're finding that they may want to reference later. So now you can save the actual shoppable post to a shopping collection. So you can go back and access that later on. So it's just making the content more easily accessible. Um, the other option is that uh, the other update is a brand new actual shopping, almost like a tab on the profile. So when you go to that profile and you tap on shop, it then takes you to a page within the app where every shoppable post is shared there and you can easily access all of the products that a brand is posted about. So that's exciting. Also like really bad news for our wallets, but um, (laughs) that they've done that. And the last thing is you can now tag products in video and feed video. So first you could just tag products in the actual post. Then you could tag products in Insta stories. They released that a few months ago. Now you can tag products in in-screen video. So again, just more functionality, more ways for people to shop through the platform. What we're not seeing quite yet is you can't shop in Instagram. You're still being, you're still clicking a link to go to the website to purchase. Um, but at the very least, this is giving folks more opportunity to drive traffic off of the platform and to actually share their products and make it more shoppable, which I love. Wow. Those are some cool uh, new, uh, gosh, you're right. That wallet one, the uh, being able to, I mean, saving, going through Instagram and seeing something I want and then saving it to a shopping. Yeah. Uh, geez. To be able to go back and be like, okay, now what was all seven of those things I just saw that <laughs> I wanted and buy them all mm-hmm. versus yeah. swipe past it and forget it. Jeez. I'm in trouble. Uh, <laughs> luckily my wife isn't very Instagrammy. So <laughs> Kim, I know that you've got thoughts there though. So. <laughs> no, I'm excited. I especially like the video feature, how you can see products in video because when you see videos, it just makes everything come alive, obviously. And to be able to shop from directly from the video, that's pretty exciting. 
Yeah. And I think about so many products that you have to use to understand them or food products, I think would be incredible mm-hmm. for using video to showcase that. And so many opportunities there. You know, a lot of times I know folks feel a little stuck when they're doing product posts on Instagram because there's only so many like flat lay photos, stylized product shots that you can create and that you can kind of stand on Instagram. So being able to, like, just like you said, being able to show that product in action, I think that's going to be huge help for so many brands. Does yeah. it seem like they said that there will be a way that, say, if I'm on a particular brand's Instagram profile, that I can yeah. click there and see only their items for sale? Yeah, that's right. So there's a, a shop button now on the bio. And again, I don't think that's just like all social media updates, we have to do the disclaimer of like, these things are being rolled out slowly. Who knows yes. when it will be available to you. But <laughs> the promise is that you'll be able, which is the second image that we showed, you'll be able to actually click on a shop button and that'll take you to a page for that brand's specific Instagram account. And wow. there you'll see all of their shoppable posts. So actually, I looked at this this morning. I went to Macy's account on Instagram and clicked on shop. And it took me to a screen that showed every post that they had posted with a shoppable item in that post. And then you can go to each post. Um, I think the other thing that potentially is, is what's what's being shown in the example, at least, is that there'll be a dedicated page where you'll just see the item. So it's even more accessible instead of having to click to the post and then click to the item. Very cool. So, so Macy's, you said that would be a live example. People could go uh, yeah. pull out their phone and actually see it in action now. Yeah. And you'll be able to click on shop and you'll, you won't be pulled off of Instagram. You'll just be taken to all of their posts that have a shoppable item tagged in that post itself. Cool. I'm going to pull my phone up as soon as we're done with the show and try that one out and see what it looks like. Yeah, I've been yeah, resisting. So. I've been so tempted. <laughs> we're not done. We're not done with the show yet, Kim. So. I know. <laughs> Hold on. And the cool thing, the cool thing too, about the shopability on Instagram is like, this is not just available to Macy's and Target. Like you can, if you, you can set up your progress, your pro, uh, excuse me, your products using Facebook's product catalog and link them over to Instagram, or uh, you can use some preferred tools that Instagram has partner with Shopify as an example, you can directly tag your products. If a product is available on Shopify, you can directly tag it as a product in Instagram. You just have to work on the back end on getting all that set up. But this is available to folks like you and I. It's not just available yeah. to Instagram. It's really easy to set up. I have a Shopify store and an Instagram account that I put shoppable um, pictures on. And it's amazing how simple it is. So yeah. it's really, it's they, they've made it just so easy to incorporate shopping with your profile. Yeah. And, you know, Instagram is doing so many cool things with shopping. There's so many, so many rumors, of course, about, you know, they've been testing a Instagram shopping app. That's a whole separate app. You know, people have been talking about that. That's like, you know, in the wild kind of stuff um, <laughs> that could potentially happen. But even, you know, this holiday season, Instagram's hosting pop-up shops with places like Macy's and Nordstrom, where they're bringing in products that are really doing really well on Instagram, bringing them into these places. Um, or they, I think they even have maybe a pop-up shop in New York where they're just bringing in Instagram makers and product-based businesses to feature their products in person. So really, really speaking to the power of shopping on the platform. And, you know, I think a lot of people sleep on this, the ability of businesses and brands to be successful on Instagram, but there are, you know, thousands, if not, I don't know, millions of businesses and brands that have built their business using Instagram, product-based or service-based. So this is just, again, reinforcing the ability to make that happen on the platform. Wow. Yeah. Lots of great stuff on all fronts. The shopping, the uh, the alternative text, uh, the profile changes, and obviously the getting rid of the fake people. 
Mm-hmm. And we don't just mean the people that are posers, but we mean the like actual <laughs> scamming people. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, lots I, happening on Instagram. Yeah, Tyler, great job. Thanks for being here. Thanks for illuminating us and giving us your insight. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'd love to be able to, one, well, one, people are going to be able to see you at Social Media Marketing World coming in 2019. And then where between now and then, other than back on this show in a few weeks, will people be able to see you or check out what it is you do? Uh, Where would you like people to, to check you out online? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram, of course, at Tyler J. McCall. I'd love to connect with you there. If you have any questions about what we talked about today, feel free to send me a direct message. And if you want to grab a free resource I have, it's an Instagram roadmap that'll just walk you through getting started with Instagram for your business. That's at tylerjmccall.com slash roadmap. Very cool. Awesome. Tyler, uh, looking forward to seeing you uh, in a couple of weeks on our end of the year shows that we're doing and uh we'll talk again soon yeah see you then thanks for having me cool bye tyler see ya awesome awesome uh guests awesome show that is our show uh lots of stuff there's still lots of stuff to talk about you know we're going to be doing as i alluded to we're going to be doing some some year-end wrap-up shows uh two of them the last two uh shows of the year uh but until then again today there is a sale on the social media marketing world sale, uh, so, social social media marketing world site, which is smmw19.com. It's a big sale. Just go check it out. If you're hearing this after the fact, after the fact, still go check it out. Uh, yep. We'd love to see you at our tweet chat every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m., uh, 10 a.m. Pacific. Sorry, and uh, it's the hashtag is SME chat we talk with people about recent social media news next week we're talking all about linkedin and uh vivica von rosen will be our guest so join us for that uh we will see you here for next week's show i want to say thank you to jeff c for for simulcasting uh thank you to grace duffy for show producing thank you kim for co-hosting uh, thanks to our guests and make sure to get this on your calendar. Go to socialmediaexaminer.com slash live show. That's where you can add it to your calendar to join us live. We'd also like it if you would, whether you're watching this live or you're, whether you're listening to this after the fact to share this show with someone, you know, needs to hear this news but not only this news these insights into what the news means for you the marketer from our experts and with that i will say thanks for being here thanks for watching thanks for listening and we will see you next episode bye everyone have a great weekend the social media marketing talk show is a social media examiner production for more social media insight visit socialmediaexaminer.com Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.